Hey guys, and I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm your host for the show, Hope Lamberson, and I'm so excited you're tuning in, subscribing, liking, sharing this podcast with all of your friends, followers, family, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And I want to talk a little bit about what Straight Talk is. So straight talk is actually a word the Lord put on my heart many, many years ago, even before social media was really like thriving and updating and all these amazing tools that we have access to now. And the Lord dealt with me about a Greek word found in the word of God that actually is very similar to the phrase straight talk. It's actually a Greek word that is called parisia, which simply means this. It's speaking one's mind without restraint. It's flowing out of his heart with confidence, speaking truth into the ears of others. That is what you can expect from hearing the podcast called Straight Talk with Hope. It's communicating through practical and biblical conversations, interviews, sit downs over coffee, or even my own reflection of my own life and walk with the Lord, how God communicates to me through these conversations that speak grace to every hearer and the truth of God's word, because it is the truth ultimately that sets us free and makes us better. Years ago, he said, Hope, I want you to give it to the people straight out of my word of God, not an opinion, not an idea, not a suggestion, the truth of my word, not withholding anything that I tell you to say. I was like, whoa, God, that is pretty deep. Now, if you know me personally, you know I'm a pretty bold, outspoken, confident person. But to actually communicate things that are probably not your typical, hey, let's do it, let's talk about it, let's go for it attitude on so many levels, God was like, Hope, this is what I'm asking you to do with the podcast. So this podcast is about giving you the word of God straight. It's basically no sugar coating for any of our pleasure, including myself. God the Father and Jesus were far from sugar coating things if we actually take time to open our Bibles and dive deep into God's word and allow it to make us better. However, when Jesus spoke, they spoke in such a masterful, loving way that it inspired people. It made people think and change and repent and move in the direction in which God created them to live a life of living it on purpose for the purpose they were created to live. This is actually how the Father and Son speak through us in the Word of God, the Bible. You know what? People don't always like to hear the truth. And I have to admit, if I'm honest with myself, over the course of my 40 years, thus this far in life, I don't always like hearing the truth of what others may say about me or a situation or even the Word of God, for that matter, when it's confronting something to make me better. I'm one of those people that I like the truth of God's word because it ultimately sets us free. The word of God specifically says that. So out of this podcast, whether you're liking, sharing, subscribing, posting it on your social medias, whatever it may be, or just simply listening in as much as possible, my sincere hope for you is that you can quit making excuses and begin to see the progress that you desire to see in your life. Now, let's get to it. Straight Talk with Hope. Hey guys, what's up? And I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. Hey, I'm so glad that you're tuning in wherever you're listening from. Give us a shout out on Apple iTunes. Leave us a review. Thank you for subscribing and sharing on all your social medias. 
we have got some things lined up today, y'all. And, you know, actually I was trying to think of what I wanted to call this episode for today because many of you know we do it in hashtags. And, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm having a great cup of coffee, smelling my new Iowa pine uh, candle. Yes, I'm like totally digging pine Christmas tree pine smells have not started to decorate for Christmas but nonetheless I can enjoy a good soy candle um, right now but I have decided to hashtag today called hashtag pay attention so before we dive in deep let's get some thoughts out there so some of my thoughts for today are this I've been doing a live group for three weeks now and it's a great book called Friendship It's Complicated by Pastor Andy Andrew, who is a pastor's wife in New York City. I recently started following her a few months back and saw where she was advertising this book. And you guys know I am an avid reader. I love reading books of all sorts from parenting to communication, all the way down to leadership, just whatever I can do to make myself better. And this book really stuck out to me. And I was like, I really need to dive deep into the subject of friendship. And what really caught my attention with it is that it's complicated, right? If we're all honest with ourselves out there, whether you're a male or a female, particularly I would say more likely with women, friendships are complicated, right? They're full of drama and different types of connections, but I believe, and especially through reading this book, that you can fulfill your purpose together with the right women in the right seasons of life and allowing God to heal you and restore you and help make progress in your friendships. And so I highly recommend this book. Um, If you're in the area and you want to join the life group, we're leading a life group with it with videos and study guides. And it's literally like a mini therapy session. And I am totally digging it with uh, the other ladies that come each and every week. So check that out. Hit me up if you are a lady in the area and we'd love to see you there. Next thing is this is I recently ordered on Amazon the Jesus Calling for Boys. I personally do the Jesus Calling by Sarah Young every single morning and have totally loved it and um, actually came across that book through the business that I'm in um, with social media influencer and um, that kind of thing. And so scooped that up last year and now I see that they have a devotional for boys. And so being a mom of three boys, I you know have a short window of time with them. Um, each day through, you know, when they get home from school or whatever it may be with homework and football and all that stuff. But before we hit the sack, we like to have a five to 10 minute Devo with our boys. Nothing like extreme, just hear them listening to the word of God for a brief moment and imparting the right things into them before they go to bed. So I highly recommend that Jesus Calling for Boys Devo book. And then, as I mentioned before, uh, Pine Candles by Myers is out. And Myers, you can find in pretty much, you know, any grocery store, I would think, have it. They have cleaning products and counter sprays. And I came across this soy candle. And so my home is smelling like Christmas, which I am so excited about. Um, the holidays coming up. I don't really know why I'm excited about the holidays. I'm not really one that's like 
gets all gooey feeling with different things. We do have a couple traditions that we do within our home during those seasons, but um, yeah, so I'm like totally digging the pine candle right now. So next is this hashtag I have decided. Y'all, I have decided to do some things each and every week and it's more than just a thought or like, hey, it'd be good if I did this. Um, but I have actually decided to do things and follow through with it with action. So I've decided no sugar till Thanksgiving day, no sweet treats until then y'all. I've also decided to drink more water each day. I drink a lot of water anyway. Um, I keep a Yeti cup and it's, I, you know, my whole family loves to, when I say my whole family, I mean the people that live with me, my beefcake, who is my husband and my three boys, but it's like the family Yeti community cup. I don't know why, cause I don't like sharing with them on my water, but I like it really cold. So I put a lot of ice in there and fresh water in there. And so I'm on a mission to even drink even more water every day. And then recently I joined a new gym, Orange Theory, which I adore Orange Theory, y'all. I am really being stretched on all muscle areas, discovering new muscle areas I didn't even know I had. Working out four to five times a minimum a week. And yes, I'm having to take some stuff to rebuild the strength in my muscles because girl will be in some pain if I don't. But I just love seeing transformation happen within myself um, outwardly, but also inwardly. And it's making myself better. Um, so yeah, totally love my workouts. And then I've decided to keep doing good. You know, we live in a day and age where there's a lot of negativity out there and, you know, a lot of unattractive things out there. And I've decided that I want to be one of those people that does good and especially does good to people that downgrade me, persecute me, talk about me, um, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, for one, the Lord said, y'all, we are to do it. It says, do good, pray for your enemies, right? I don't really think I have any enemies. I hope that I don't. Um, so if you're listening, like I'm going to keep doing good to you if you, yeah. So you get that drill on that, but keep doing good. All right, y'all, that's it for right now. Before we jump into the new hashtag today, pay attention and I'll see you back here in just a moment. All right, welcome back to the podcast. You guys, I have to be honest with y'all. I recorded this entire podcast and it was muted the entire time. And I was like, whoa, it's fire. And then started editing. And then it was like, man, the mute button was on. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. So here we are. Round two. Today's hashtag is hashtag pay attention. Have you ever said to your kids, or maybe you're an entrepreneur, a business leader, or a pastor, or whatever, and you're thinking to your people, or your children, or maybe it's your spouse, hey, pay attention. <laughs> like, they're looking at you, but maybe they get distracted and look off, or look at their phones when you're talking, or they look down and they're not making eye contact, and you no, they're not truly listening and paying attention. And you're like, look me in the eyes, pay attention, listen with your heart, listen with your eyes, right? And so the Lord wants to get our attention. 
Y'all, he every single day, whether you know God or not, is knocking on your heart. He is speaking through devotionals, billboards, radio ads, radio stations, churches, online church. I mean, whatever you think of, like God is present everywhere we go. And he's trying to get our attention, whether we know him or not. He wants us to listen to him, to know him, to love him, to serve him. And he's doing whatever he can to try to get our attention. And something I've learned about this is not only is God trying to grab our attention, but equally the enemy out there, the devil, if you don't know who the enemy is, the devil is also trying to get your attention just as much as God is trying to get your attention with the purpose and the destiny that is upon your life. The enemy uses people even to distract you or other distractions to take you off course. And God uses his word and also people to help get you and keep you on course. And so I have had this phrase on my heart for over a month now. And it's one of those things, you know, like if you feel like God speaks to you something and then you start seeing it everywhere, you read about it or it's in a song or someone says it. And then you're like, okay, God, you're trying to get my attention. Like there's a reason why you keep bringing this scripture or this word up. And for me, it was guard your heart. Now I have to be honest. When I heard the Lord say that, I was like, am I not guarding my heart? Like, am I missing it? Like, what's about to happen <laughs> or, or what's going on? You know, Lord, like, why are you telling me this? Is someone about to disappoint me or devastate me or let me down? You know, all these things. And we all honestly go through these moments where we feel like we failed in life or we're wounded or we're hurt or we're disappointed or we're betrayed or we're caught off guard by a friendship or relationship or whatever it may be. And the Lord really dealt with me about this one day. And then it was like extra confirmation. I heard it. It was literally one of the scriptures right after the Lord said that word to me, that phrase me, guard your heart. I heard it on the radio and they said, above all else, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart because out of it flow the issues of life. Now we've all got issues, right? We've all got a past. We've all got a story to tell. We've all got things that we've dealt with, overcome. Maybe some of us are still trying to figure out how the heck to overcome it or whatever it may be. But whatever our heart is, is going to represent the actions that we take place and we see take place in our lives. And in Proverbs 4, 23, it says the number one important, most important thing we can do is to guard our heart because out of it flow these issues, these relationships, these emotions, these thoughts, you know, all these different situations out of it, things begin to happen if we don't guard our heart. And I think it's important because maybe if you were in an area where maybe you thought you were guarding your heart or you were guarding your kids or guarding your marriage or it, you weren't concerned about it or whatever it may be. But when we guard something, we're watching over it and we're doing this with diligence. This means we don't just watch over it for a season. We don't just protect it for a season, but we're watching over it every single day with diligence. We're protecting what matters most to us. And our heart matters most in the natural. Like in order for us to breathe and do what we need to do on the earth and run errands and do whatever, we have to have blood flowing 
pumping to our heart for the rest of our body to even work because the heart is most important. It keeps us living and enjoying life. It's valuable to us. Our heart is actually even what draws us closer um, in communion and connection with God, family, and other friendships and relationships. But it is the number one thing that we are to do. You know, we are to protect our heart. We are to protect, you know, who we allow to come into our lives and what information we share with people. You know, there's going to be people and even seasons of life that disappoint you, catch you off guard or whatever it may be. And God is saying, guard your heart, watch over it, protect it. And it doesn't necessarily mean something bad is going to happen, but I'm here to tell you right now, even from experience, if you don't guard it, (laughs) if you let down your guard, and we've all done this where we've let down our guard and we thought we were good in this uh, friendship or relationship or with our finances or whatever it may be, our health or whatever it may be, and it may be good for a season, but eventually if we let down our guard, It allows the enemy to come in and start doing what he does best because he's a thief and he's stupid, but it's to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take us out of God's plan for our lives. And maybe you don't know what God's plan is. Maybe you're still trying to figure it out, but God says, I need you to pay attention. I need you to pay attention of these things. I need you to pay attention to your heart and guard your heart. In fact, the Old Testament mentions the word heart over 800 times and two of the 200 of those times is actually referring to the subject along the lines of guarding it, keeping it protected. You know, I was thinking about this um, even in, you know, past times when I look back over my life, I can see where I let down my guard. I can see where, you know, I thought I was good and then something happened and it wasn't. And God says, I need you to guard your heart. It's the number one most important thing to do. The second thing I want to talk about is this. Um, You know, it's easy for us to respond to situations, people, frustrations the wrong way. (laughs) Have you ever done this? You were frustrated or overwhelmed Uh, Maybe you didn't know how to talk to somebody or have a hard conversation or face something that was difficult or you didn't want to hurt someone's feelings or maybe you had just had enough and so you completely acted like a jerk and blew up at somebody and you responded out of your flesh and that just simply means you responded without thinking about what you were going to say, how your um, facial expressions were going to look, but you responded out of a place of frustration rather than responding how the Lord responds. Yeah, me too. I've totally done this like over and over. It, I'm telling myself, but even in my parenting, like I am not a perfect parent. I am not a perfect spouse. I am not perfect in any area. I have made mistakes and screwed up a lot. But one thing I do try to do is make sure that at the end of the day, I've gotten it right with the Lord and with whoever was involved and made sure that I push myself into a place of progression and not guilt and not fear and not shame. And I start to respond how Christ wants me to respond. And this is easier actually to do it, to say it, than actually to do it. It's easier to say these things. But a few weeks ago, 
my husband and I were talking and he was actually um, preparing some studying time to do a devotional with some of the people that he helps kind of lead on a team at his job. And I love seeing him dive in deep in God's word and just share and actually take time to, you know, get this message um, to what God is saying to him, but to others. And then he shares it with me and I'm like, wow, this is so good and so profound. And so he was talking about how the Lord really dealt with him. Like, I need you to respond in this season out of the spirit, your spirit, man, and how God responds and the Holy Spirit responds versus how you want to respond. <laughs> and it's like, okay, God, like I, I pay attention. I get what you're saying. Um, but you know, when push comes to shove and you're in the midst of a hard situation or whatever it may be, you know, we really have to think before we speak and ask the Holy Spirit, how do you want me to handle this? What do you want me to say to this person or this situation rather than just, you know, texting, emailing, or, you know, whatever it may be. And so I have actually done this since he said this. Um, and I'm actually reading through First uh, Corinthians 13. And it was actually in the life group that I'm leading. And it talks about First Corinthians 13 for this week's reading. It was talking about um, how we need to love and love more. And it talked about, and there was a challenge in there about Basically, it goes similar with this responding out of the spirit more than our flesh. But it talked about to take one attribute out of that scripture of 1 Corinthians 13, where it's like love is patient, love is kind, and really focus on the next few weeks with this one attribute of love that you know you need to do more of. Like, I need to be more patient. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to be more kind or I don't need to be proud or I don't need to be dishonoring to others or I will not be easily angered. <laughs> and so just breaking that scripture down and focusing on one of these attributes to really start responding with the God kind of love and responding in our spirit. And so I've been really trying to focus on doing this. Have I done it perfectly? Nope, sure haven't. But as I was praying about this the other day, the Lord said, Hope, responding to people and situations from our spirit within will produce a more profitable return than responding out of our flesh, which produces a loss that can linger. You know, I had to sit back. I had to sit back and really listen and pay attention to what the Lord was saying in that moment. Because we're so easy, and when I say we, I'm always even talking about myself, to quickly respond without thinking. Like, I'm really bad at this, honestly, where, you know, I have so many things going on in so many different levels of life, I feel like right now in this season, where it can be busy, but am I really making it productive, but also... Am I quick to respond versus taking time out and thinking about before I speak or how I send that text or what I say or how I replied in email? And my husband is so good about this. He may think that he's not, but I'm telling you, I have learned this from him, especially when he responds to a text or an email. He is so good with this, y'all. I'm like, I'm the person that's like, how fast can I respond, right, to the text or to the email? And then 
by the time you send it, you're like, dang, I should have taken time to actually pay attention to what they were saying and responded a little more, you know, with clarity or whatever. But in watching him, he always like takes his time responding to it, to a text, to an email. And then before he sends it, he rereads it, not once, but two or three times to make sure that it's communicated in the right heart and in the right mind. I'm like, can I just be more like you (laughs) in that area? Like, oh my gosh, no shame on me. Um, But anyway, it, it, it made me think about this, like responding to people in the flesh. I, when I've responded to people in the flesh, it is like a loss that can linger. And if you've lost anything in your life, like it sucks. Like loss is hard to come back from. And yes, we can res- be restored and come back from anything that we've lost because that's where I believe hope comes in. That's where I believe that 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 whole message is regardless of what you have lost or gone through or whatever, that hope is a choice and it's a daily choice. And it still believes that God is good and your life and your family and everything tied to it can still be good and still be effective regardless of what you've lost. But a loss can linger in our lives if we're not careful. And a lingering loss is terrible. Like a lingering loss is not moving forward in the direction we need to go in because we chose to respond in a way that we shouldn't have responded. And never once when I've responded, how my flesh wanted to respond to a person or situation or whatever it may be, never once was I was like, girl, I'm so proud of you. Hope you've got it going on. I'm so glad you said that or did that or or whatever it may be. I never left the conversation and I never left a meeting. I never left, you know, whatever it was feeling like proud of myself. I left it like, okay, yeah, you said that or did that, but it didn't like give me this sense of like, man, you really acted like Jesus in that moment, (laughs) right? And so I don't want loss to linger in my life. I don't want because of my own choices on how I responded to something based on my flesh or my emotions or my frustrations or whatever it may be to keep me from God's best in my life. I want my life to be fruitful. I want it to be profitable. I want it to be fresh. I want it to be good. And so I have to pay attention when God is asking me to, yes, guard my heart but also to respond in the way that he responds and the Holy Spirit responds. And it's not easy, but it is doable. And the more we do that and we really tweak and and make these changes and think before we speak and do all these things, the Holy Spirit comes in and begins to help us all. He he begins to help us be a more patient parent. (laughs) He really helps us be a more submissive spouse even, or whatever that may be. These are just things that I'm sharing right now that, you know, um, parenting right now is really stretching me right now. And I have no idea why, but it is. And so, you know, it's helping me to look back on what even 1 Corinthians 13 says, as I mentioned before, And focus really on love. Because when I respond out of the spirit, 
I'm responding out of love. I'm sending those texts in love. I'm sending those emails in love. And can I just say like, you may send the text in love and you may send the email in love and you may say it to someone's face in love. But if you go behind their back and you're still griping and complaining, y'all know how it is, a straight talk, right? And, and you're still talking about the problem, then it's really not talking and, and responding from a place of love, from a place of the spirit, from responding how God wants to us to respond and live. Like he wants us to dwell with him. He wants us to live in his presence live in his peace. So we have to be mindful of it. Like if it's a problem that you just can't get past on how you're responding, uh, we need to give that to God. We, we need to totally say, God, it's yours because you can keep trying and trying and trying on your own strength and your own flesh to figure it out, make it happen and do whatever. And you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be um, upset and frustrated. And so God says, you know what? I want to do this with you. I want to help you respond how I've created you to respond through the good days, the bad days, the perfect opportunities, perfect days, which really there is no perfect day. But you know what I'm saying? Like to respond how he responds. And you're not going to get it right every single time with everything that's going on in your day. But the goal is to make progression. And the goal is to pay attention to what he's asking you to do and what he's asking you to say. You guys, that is a wrap. That is all I got before I go get in the wonderful world of carpool lines. That's a whole nother episode. But if I don't talk to you guys later in the month of November, I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your friends and your family as you gather together and give thanks for all the good things that God has given you and blessed you with another day on this earth to just do what he's asking you to do. So peace out. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. Hey, if you are new and have not subscribed yet, go ahead and do so. You can find us on Apple iTunes, as well as all of our previous uh, episodes for Straight Talk with Hope. You can also find us on Facebook of Hope Lamberson, as well as Hope Lamberson com. Check out all what's on that page there. Subscribe to the quarterly newsletter to get your declarations of hope sent straight via email directly to you. I hope you guys have an amazing day today. And remember, regardless of what is lost in your life, that there is still hope. We'll see you back here next time again. Have an amazing day.